calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Toddcast Podcast. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and at toddhancock.ca. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Right on. Thanks for taking some time. Well, thanks for asking. It, uh, of course, we're, we're going to know you as the PA announcer for the Abbotsford Canucks. That's cool. Um, I'm fine with that. And, and we're going to get to that. But the reason that I asked you to jump on is a friend of mine posted something on Facebook yeah. saying holy shit congratulations to my buddy uh right mrs galaxy canada 2023 like four four 2024 for next so year. I reign the whole next year that's that has the that has a good ring to it i i don't mind it i ain't mad at it so <laughs> so tell us about that like congrats on that that's a huge win thank you so what's yeah. what what stands out for that part of your life for the, like like how long does that take to get that like is that a year thing is it a month by month thing like well what? me it took a couple of years that was my third try doing mrs uh, galaxy canada okay. and uh, i've been involved in pageants since i was nine years old and i listen to the weird like freaky toddlers and tiaras stuff that you see on there uh, my friend when i was nine years old entered the miss hawaii preteen pageant and came back, was talking about it, how much fun she had. And of course, as a little girl, I watched pageants on TV and I was like, I want to be Miss Universe. I want to be Miss Canada. That never mm. happened. Mm. But I learned what pageants can do for a person. And I discovered the galaxy system years and years ago. It just never really got around to entering it. And Canada got a franchise. And I like the director. I like what she stands for. She's fair. And so I tried the last three times. And uh, both the times I didn't win, I was second runner-up, then first runner-up, but my friends won. So okay, okay. fine, you know? It's, yeah, right. You know, I mean, somebody's going to win, at least they're your friend, right? Right. And I, I legitimately adore them so much. And then I won this year. So the three of us are just saying, you know, it all happened the way it should have. Right. And so, and what's the difference of this year compared to the last couple of years? Like, what was I, the deal maker, do you think? I had to get myself right. I had to, well, the first year I just kind of entered just for fun. 
uh, give myself two weeks prep and just go in there, whatever. Mm. And then when I got there, I said, oh, I really want this. I really like this. I like this system. I want to do this. And then the next year, I just, I wasn't me. I wasn't, it just, I was shooting myself a lot. You know, I should like this job. I should want to do this. I should do this. And I just, I lost myself. So I really shouldn't have competed, but I went because I wanted to see my friends and I wanted to see Jenna Marie give up her title. And I was first runner up and I thought, well, holy smokes, I'm just a shell of myself. And I still managed to almost win. People see something in me. Maybe I should see something in myself. And it sounds really strange at this age to be, you know, needing to find yourself. But I think we're always evolving. So what I did is I just got myself right, you know, got rid of all the toxic things that were around me, everything that I thought I should want but didn't, and got my health back. Mm. You know, I lost weight. And it's not a, a pageant where you have to be the skittiest and the prettiest, but I needed to get healthy and I needed to get myself back and find the things that made me happy. And when you prepare for a pageant or when you prepare for life, you're kind of preparing for a pageant because you have to be your best self in so many areas. And I think that's what did it. I'm not sure. And I just felt good to going in Mm. and just had the mindset of it happened the way it should have the last two years. And if it's meant for me this year, then it is. And if it isn't, then I'll be happy for someone else. Yeah, and that's it just great. Happened to work out. Look at all this wisdom comes with my age. I know, right? <laughs> and so, like, are the girls super catty backstage and no. I, like what you would expect? And no, no. I, no, no. I can honestly say it isn't. I know some systems there could be right. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. I mean, you you kind of almost expect that at those things, right? Well, yeah, because you want something so much. And it's really high pressure. You're running on not a lot of sleep, not a lot of food, just because you forget to eat. Why do I have a headache? Oh, wait, I forgot to eat. And you're just putting yourself out there to be judged, which is so daunting. Mm. And gosh, the, the, the women that are attracted to the system are just fantastic, goal-oriented, fun women that just want a cool experience. And we're still in the same chat from two years ago. <laughs> And last year's group, we still have a chat going and we're still talking to each other. Mm. And it's just, it's a really, really nice sort of environment to be in women champion, championing other women. And my husband even said, how did you do in Toronto? It's kind of a women's empowerment conference, isn't it? Write that down, bring that up. in (laughs) You're like, yeah, it actually is. So what, what does that mean for you then? Like what, what, I guess, what are the roles that are expected of you now that you've become mrs galaxy canada 2024 or uh to promote the system and let people know that this isn't people have a some people have a very negative view of pageants and women that enter pageants and what i got a lot was oh you're not a pageant girl i go so i'm not intelligent goal driven or um or, or or charismatic in front of a crowd is that what i'm not and then i you know shake them up But what is expected of me now, promote the system, do the appearances, and let people know what Galaxy is all about. And it really is, anybody can join. There's no height limit. There's no weight limit. And not all pageants have that. It's not written in the rules because, darn, that would be a scandal. But 
No, so, I wouldn't. <laughs> no doubt. Some it's like, oh, if you're a size two, you might be a little too big. Right. Like it may not be written in the rules, but it's certainly. You know. We you know. know. Like if you're not a size two or if you're on the older end of the spectrum, you know you're going for a good time. Right. right. Galaxy, doesn't matter. I turned 50 two months before the pageant. And I said to the director, you know, I'm not sure if I want to enter again. It'll be my third time. I'll be 50. And she goes, so? I said, okay, but but I'll be, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be skinny. And she's like, so? Mm. She goes, are you still married? Yeah. She goes, then you could be Mrs. Galaxy Canada. And if you're not, you could be Ms. Galaxy Canada. Right. Uh, there really is something for everyone here. There's sexual orientation religion height size weight it does not matter mm. everybody i won swimsuit and i ain't the skinniest let me tell you you know i did lose weight from last year but by no means am i running walking the victoria secret ramp mm. anytime soon yeah and, and so, what, like yeah. what's the best website for people to check check out uh galaxy canada canada galaxy pageants.com okay and uh, and if you have any questions about it, ask me. Ask me. Yeah. I'm very happy to to talk about it. It's very it's all inclusive. If you're a good person, you want to do good things in your community, and you just want to empower other women, there's a place for you at Galaxy. Actually, last year's Mrs. Galaxy, Trisha, my friend, we were talking about this. What a great system! You know, we're not in in any other pageant system. Who knows what they would think of us? But she said, you know, you can be a stone cold weirdo and there's a place for you at Galaxy. And she just, <laughs> like, I found my system. But it's it's just really all inclusive. We're all looking out for one another and we're all just championing one another, which is That's you know, cool. nice. It's very nice. It's a really nice. Yeah. Know, it's not high stress. I can just exhale and be myself and be accepted there. Right, right. So is there a, like a certain way we need to address you now? Like there's there's no more don't make eye contact with uh, with Carolyn? Like I only wanted the green M&Ms. Um. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah, congrats. What what a crazy honor, right? Like who, who would have thought? Absolutely. And I didn't tell a lot of people I was competing because I didn't want to compete for them. You know, I didn't want to impress them i wanted to do this for my own reasons and also mm -hmm. selfishly i didn't want to have to come back and go i lost again for the third time yeah and even though there's no shame in that i just didn't want to disappoint anybody even though no one would be disappointed you know it was just something i just wanted to do for myself i wanted to compete for me and get ready for me and you know my inner circle knew of course but right right yeah and then my husband posted oh my wife's at a pageant Wait, what? Like, what? Oh, what's going on? Honey, I, I didn't tell anybody, but okay, I guess we're out now. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. And so for to the sports side of your life, like mm -hmm. what's the first sports memory for you? Oh gosh. Going to Canucks games when I was little, little, little. Um gosh, I left Vancouver when I was four years old. My dad had season tickets and he just kind of took me. And I don't really remember too, too much. I remember the stick and I remember going like this and drawing the stick with my finger when I was little and we're talking seventies. Okay. And I remember my mom not caring. She doesn't know the difference between a puck and a ball, anything, but she went and she would, you know, have her cigarette, you know, smoke time didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And my dad telling me that the Canucks are our only 
team. <laughs> okay, Dad. Okay, okay. Even though he grew up a Leafs fan, but he had the Canucks huh? season tickets, so you know he's now a Canucks guy. Don't worry, Canucks yeah. nation. He's yeah. sane now. <laughs> uh, and uh, baseball. I loved Yuppie. I thought Yuppie was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. And then Toronto got a team and that was it. Dad said, you like my Toronto Blue Jays. Right. Yes, Dad. Yeah, and then it was done. So, you know, when did you become a sports fan? When my dad told me I was. Like I said, you retired early and just kind of made me him. And I went to my first Jays game in the 80s when we were visiting Toronto and I was hooked. I was in done 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 i was a fan never thought i'd talk about it on tv or the radio i know crazy right yeah why would i do that (laughs) girls don't do that (laughs) and so so how did you get the job as the pa announcer uh for the abbotsford canucks well i did the international women's day last year no year before now year before now and just hit it off with everybody there. And then Jen Graham, who was in charge of all the game day, everything. She said, you know, we need someone when Al Murdoch can't be in Abbotsford when Vancouver and Abbotsford play on the same night, we need someone. Would you like to do that? And I was like, Oh, great. What an honor. What? Maybe one, two games with a whole stack of games. So (laughs) no complaints here, big learning curve. Uh, It's a lot different copying with Al Murdoch. And it's a lot different being an actual game as opposed to it's International Women's Day, you know, which is wonderful and an honor, but it's nice to have it be my job. And so that's that's how that happened. And I'll be going back again this season when Al can't be in two places at once. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that incredible? And how like how cool and how nice is Al Murdoch? Like could he be any nicer? No. He's he could be a jerk. Because he's so at the top of his, he, he's you know he's probably the, the best in the NHL. The best, literally the best in the NHL. Yeah. He could be a jerk. Everybody wants his job. Everybody yeah. wants a piece of him. He could be a jerk. Nope. Couldn't be nicer. Couldn't be more supportive. Couldn't be more kind. Yeah. And I, I just think anyone that meets Al Murdoch is a better person after meeting him. Yeah, hundred percent. I was saying to you, you know, texting with you that he, he's a good buddy of mine and. So it goes back to when he was doing radio in Vancouver and I was, I was his producer. So I would off his show while he was on location and stuff. And that's kind of how I got my radio chops was just hanging out with Al and kind of soaking everything up. And like, he's just such a pro and he's so good at what he does and everything he touches is gold. There's like so many voices for radio stations across the world. And like, he's just a beast and he's such a nice guy the nicest man ever just so so kind and i want to do a good job to honor him you know all all your advice isn't going to waste and you know i let my nerves get the better of me and you know it's not lost on me that i'm a woman doing this job and there are very few of us in hockey doing that job as a pa right and i just want to you know say al i just want to make you proud and he's like oh shut up it's totally right and <laughs> and did i read that right proud. and i'm like no al you're you're the guru and oh, he is 100 like they, they grab him to do like all of the like the the winter classics and all yeah. that like you, you know they're not doing that because it's like oh we'll grab al murdoch like you're grabbing him because like holy crap al's the best like he's the best because he is the best he does the all-star game he does the winter classics as he's he a monster. Should. 
Yeah, yeah. And so I read that right, right? You're the only woman to have PA'd the entire game for a Vancouver Canuck? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I still I still get a little 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 throw up when I hear that. I go, oh my gosh, is that crazy? Really? That, that can't be true. Which 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 team was it? We were who were we playing? Oh gosh, who was it? Calgary. Oh. Uh, Calgary was riding like a 10-11 game winning streak, something like that, and the Canucks were, oh. you know. The Canucks. <laughs> not shining brightly at that time. Sure. Good. And good sure enough, the Canucks win like seven to one. And that yeah. was the that was the Chase uh Chase that was the Abbotsford's Chase Chase Claypool game when he went on the mic and said, Calgary Flames suck so bad. Was, <laughs> I think I think he was um I think he had a pint or two, doesn't probably yeah. Um, in him, like it, was, it. it wasn't like the second or third period, and he was like, <laughs> and it was so funny. But yeah, the, the Canucks came to play, and uh, going, okay, guys, you got to throw me a bone here. I'm still trying to work everything, and and it was a rocky game. I, I mean, I could have, I mean, I was nervous, yeah. knowing what it meant having a woman do that job, and then a seven to one. Are you freaking kidding me, guys? Come on, help me out here, but yeah. not completely because it was so much fun because it was nice to see the Canucks win nice to see that win streak end over over there because Canucks fans sorry not sorry isn't it fun to see the Flames lose oh yeah all the time it's, it's so the, fun the Flames or the Leafs like they can both suck it right like straight up I love when the Leafs come here because it's <laughs> <the> Canucks win <laughs> and, and so yeah, that was a really intense game and they invited me back for a couple more when al was away yeah and abbotsford happened and amazing couldn't be more grateful i love love going there it makes me so happy just pulling in to the abbey center i just get this adrenaline just this kick yeah so good right because you're a sports girl as well right it's not like you're just stumbling in as a broadcaster like ah, i guess i'll do it like you yeah. actually love the sport right so what is an assist no i mean yes I totally, right? it. And sometimes i get a little too excited so what i have to work on when i get excited i yell yeah. and when a woman yells we go high pitched so i don't be uh i want you to build a uh the ultimate connect team Past and present players. Okay. All right. Goal. I, I, I gotta go Kirk McLean. You know, Kirk, I was hoping you were gonna say Kirk. Kirk was sitting in here a couple of years ago, probably ripped through a case of beer with them, probably an hour and a half podcast, stuck around <laughs> afterwards, and I played him a whole bunch of indie music and stuff from Vancouver bands and stuff. He's such a such a good guy oh man when you said kirk i was like is he there now no god <laughs> what are you oprah you know how he does the well funny you say that look who's here i know right oh i got him on the side here oh my god right. love kirk oh gosh who else who else? well harold snaps has to be in there i'm i'm not even going to go by positions i'm just going to pick players so i might yeah. just have like 10 defensemen and goalie so you know we're That's just going to go there um harold snaps period um, Stan Smeal, also the nicest, one of the nicest men ever, Stan Smeal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, God, I can just keep naming people. I, God, it's like Sophie's Choice. No, I'm like Sedin's, Lyndon, 
Okay, yes. now I want to go West Coast Express, but Quinn Hughes, Elias Patterson, and Thatcher Demko. Like Thatcher Demko and Kirk McLean. How's that for a tandem? Thatcher had a great game last night. Thatcher is back, baby. Yeah. And how about these Canucks this year? Great. So far, so far, so good. I mean, it's only been how many games? Six, but Six, seven games in. But, you know, playing Edmonton and taking that early lead had kind of flashbacks to last year. You know, oh, my gosh, look at this. What was it? Three nothing or five nothing. And then it right. It, and then then it wasn't really yeah. quickly. So but still think, holding McDavid to nothing was like. And did you see how little safety he was, too, during the eight to one game? Yeah. Throwing some little shade there. But yeah. delightful. As Canucks fans, we finally have something to uh to cheer for it was so up and down and i mean oh, on yeah. for these teams you're like, why why is this happening look at this talent why but I, I mean it's still very very early cautiously optimistic cautiously looking good yeah. knocking yeah. on all of the wood <laughs> here are, are you a big gambler like do you bet on sport no i don't i if i'm in vegas you know, I'll yeah. bet on the Cubs to win the World Series or something silly like that. Yeah, I, I was just funny. I was talking to my husband about that. I don't like betting because a friend of ours was like, if, if Pedersen gets an assist, then I win You know, $700 or something like that. So we're cheering. We're like, come on, no, Petey, you don't get the empty net. Pass it to someone, and get, you know. He, I think he won something, but not the big, I don't know. And right. he said, my husband was lamenting that there's no sports books here in Canada where you can just walk in, place a bet and leave. And I said, you know, I don't like betting on things I don't have control over. Yeah. You know, it's a control freak thing. I don't know. Yet I still play fantasy football and hate <laughs> throw things, but that's a whole other story for another time. But not a big better, but I will do that. Like I said, the silly bets. Like, yeah. you know, the Cubs to win the World Series or the Jays to win or something like that. But yeah. I don't really yeah. get that. Yeah. I used to no. be more of a better when I was younger. And now I'm like, ah, like that 200 bucks I could have spent on something else. Or, you know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of tequila. It's a lot of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you think. <laughs> uh, Carolyn, I'd, I'd love to get outside. Of, and I know I told you I'd be about 20 minutes. We're already at 20. It's flying oh, no. by here. But I'll, I'll sorry, I babbled. Yeah, keep you around for a few more. Uh, yeah, I'd like to get outside of sports and, and what and what you're known for, like 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 the music in your house and stuff. As a kid, what are you what are you being exposed to? What are your parents well, playing? I was lucky in that I had an older half sister that introduced me to all the cool music, all yeah, the stuff, you know, and. You know, growing up in the 80s, of course, I lived and died for Duran Duran. I was going to marry Simon Le Bon. Nice. He just had to wait for me to grow up and right. rest eat. And then I met my cool friend in high school and her cool older sister. And then all of a sudden I'm listening to, you know, all this hair band, all this hair metal. Motley Crue. Yes, Motley Crue. Yes, I liked Vince. She liked Nikki. Our oh, friend good. No me. fights then. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I still listen to it now. It's funny, the Spotify end of year, my most played playlist is Motley Crue. Oh my God, still. That's great. 
second is Death Leopard or something, something stupid. And I, I'll post it and all my younger friends are going, oh my God, you're so old. I said, yeah. what, it's not 1989? What do you mean? Still the best music though. Like the 80s was the best music. It we I mean, we had the best music, didn't we? But like I said, I was lucky to get introduced to ZZ Top when I was younger, Leonard Skinner. Um, and I was just able to listen to all this really cool stuff. My sister had records and yeah. boxes. So it was really cool to listen to that. But yeah, I still I still think it's 1989. I still listen <laughs> yeah. to Motley Crue. I still listen to Bon Jovi. And every time someone says, oh, this came out 35 years ago, I go. I know it's crazy, right? You, you think you're like, somebody says 1990, you're like, yeah, 10 years ago. Like, no, dude, that's yeah. 30 years ago. Yeah. I don't think we're far off in age, by the way. I'm, I'm turning 50 in December. Oh, yeah. So you're 73. Okay. Well, 73, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, welcome. Welcome to the club. I shall welcome you to the happy side of 50 club. <laughs> you you just turned 50. Just turned August 8th. And and how was that for you? Well, it, it was supposed to be a wonderful celebration. I was supposed to go home to Maui. I was working the morning show, uh, CTV Morning Live, on the 8th and the 9th. And the 9th, we were going to fly out. And the island caught fire. August 8th was the day the Lahaina fires hit. But as far as we knew here, it was just another brush fire. It'll be fine. And then I woke up on the 9th, like 3 o'clock in the morning, getting ready for the shift. I was looking at my phone. And I didn't have my reading glasses on. 50. <laughs> and I didn't have my reading glasses on. So I was just looking at my phone. It was still dark, still foggy. And I said, God, AI is screwing things up. People are going to look at this and be really scared. And I was scrolling. This isn't AI. That's Lahaina. And I was just in a panic. And I just kind of went into this mode of I have to get ready for work, but what is happening to my friends? What's happening? So I'm texting my friends that live in Lahaina going, is this true? Are you okay? What's happening? No one's texting me back. Mm. I mean, they have other things to do, like fleeing for their lives. Yeah. That, it yeah. Was just, and I woke up my husband and I said, we can't go. We can't go look at this. And it was just a big flurry of panic and it just became not about my birthday not about celebrating I didn't even want to celebrate it felt wrong I felt guilty not being there to help not like I was gonna what was I gonna do put out the fires but I just felt like I needed to be there to do something yeah yeah so very subdued celebration this year but you know in times like that I just go you know what I had a birthday yeah I right. have a house to be in I, I so I didn't get my celebration ooh so what who mm. freaking cares and totally. you know the yeah, island so people were like literally jumping into the ocean to escape yeah. the heat and shit like yeah because it kept it the fire spread so quickly because there was a hurricane off the coast and it was so windy and that is was the main concern at first was the wind my friend lives in upper kula in the upper part of the uh mountain and she was posting videos of trees sideways like big palm trees sideways and she was scared of the wind never mind a brush fire a brush fire wasn't even in the thoughts and then it just spread and it i mean devastation our wedding venue is gone front street that we used to go to as kids gone people's homes that were in their families for hundreds of years it used to be the capital of the hawaiian kingdom gone it is just absolute devastation and ash i'm gonna cry devastation and ash so 
yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they will give the land back to the people that deserve it. The Hawaiian people. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what I'm going to do for my 50th. I'm going to cry. <laughs> like well, I seriously, have, in the last little while, me. I've really started to like, think of, you know, mortality and like what I'm going to do for like the next 20 years, 30 years of my life. And like starting to think of that way more than ever before. So. And do you find yourself going, Oh, I wish I would have done this or I should have done this more. No. You know, I never try to lead, live my life with regret, but now yeah. I think, oh, maybe I should have tried this or I should have tried this, but I, I just kind of like, I, I would, I would like to travel more. And I think that's probably the only thing because yeah, I had a really good, I had a really good career in radio mm -hmm. been podcasting for almost 10 years now and it's kicking ass. Um, so professionally and that sort of thing is like, I'm, I'm good there. Mm -hmm. But I think it's the selfish things of like, I want to travel the world and I want to go to these places and I want to do shit that's fun for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I don't really think about that stuff. You? No, that's my regrets is I wish I would have traveled more. But then yeah. my husband goes, why can't we? We still can though, right? We're, we still, still can. We still are young. Like 50 is the new 35, 40. I act 11, so I'm sure it all <laughs> evens down. Totally, right? But, where, yeah, where is the next place I, you're, you're going to travel to? Do you know? Next place? Yeah. Uh, Hawaii. Yeah. Going home finally for the trip that has been postponed a few times. Sure. Uh, going to the beginning of December. Finally going back home to see friends. And then got a, got a few things in the works. Possibly Iceland again. Uh, my mm. friend wants the Miss Iceland pageant. And I like to go to help out. But uh open to anything man people are saying oh with this title do you want to come here and help this pageant yes yes i do you yes. didn't we didn't tell you where yet i don't care <laughs> the answer is yes i just i just want to go and yeah. meet new people experience new things taste new foods breathe new air all that stuff yeah, all that good stuff because you yeah. know i can you can buy stuff. What is that? No, I want to experience things and I want to yeah. see things. I want to meet people. That is, that's the meaning of life, really. Totally. Like, and, and your next year is that, right? Like, I, I want to talk to you in a year from now and I want to know, like, <laughs> how it was, what you did, and like, what a crazy year you've got coming up here. Oh, uh, the next one. Can I show you my new shiny hat? Is that, was it, is that called a tiara? Is that what that it is? It is. It is a tiara. Nice. Can you put it on for us? It is. <laughs> wow, nice. Light. Look at that. <laughs> and my sash. I just, I'm so unbelievably honored and grateful to. Oh, have that's great. This. Look at that. And it's a little stiff. I found out um, they got the wrong kind of glue to put the rhinestones on. I don't know if this is a bad thing to admit, but uh, they got gorilla glue. <laughs> so it's a little hard in some places. It's not going off anyway. I, I, yeah, it ain't coming off and I'm not, yeah. I'm not delicate with my things. So, uh, and I plan to work this. So That's I, great. I'm complaining and I'm just very grateful to be able to do this. And next up, I mean, definitely next August, right after my birthday, going to Orlando for the Mrs. Galaxy pageant to represent Canada internationally. Woo. Nice. <laughs> uh, quickly back to the music. Mm -hmm. What was your first concert? Platinum Blonde. Nice. Nice. Holy crap. Flashback. 
how's that for being 50 right now? Crazy. <laughs> I am that, on and, Maple Leaf Gardens, baby. And those were one of those bands, like Canadian bands, that actually legitimately stood up against all the other international bands. It was because of their videos, too. Yes. So those videos on, like, Friday Night Videos, Good Rockin' Tonight and all that. J.D. Roberts playing all the cool videos. Who's now John Roberts, White House? JD Roberts, like when he went to news, I was like, What the what? I know, I still see him. No, you should be wearing a leather jacket and me waiting in line at the record store to get your autograph. (laughs) Totally, that's crazy. Yeah, (laughs) platinum. platinum What do you, what do you, what, what still stands out from that show? What do you remember? The fact that I was there because I grew up in Hawaii, I grew up on Maui. And we, we didn't have anything like that. We had no concerts. We had nothing of the sort. So I would watch, you know, videos on TV and see the, you know, the live videos thinking, gosh, if I could only just be in one of those shows one day, imagine. And I just never thought it could happen. You know, just I was living on an island this big in the middle of nowhere. No one came to see us. Mm-hmm. And finally getting tickets to Platt. I remember having the ticket in my hand and just holding it just so scared and just wondering what was going to happen to it and just being just in such awe and looking at all the people and all the pretty beautiful people that were watching the show and to see them live those are the people that are in my tape and uh tape cassette tape those are the people that are in my tape that I have at home and it was just just the whole experience and then just looking around and seeing how much work was put in to put on this show and they had to tear it back down again and I was just absolutely fascinated and music was my thing man any concert i could go to i wanted to go i didn't care if i was back row front row i wanted into every concert totally still to the stand like that like just get me in the building get me in i don't care and guns and roses was just here and a friend of mine no i was in toronto competing oh i saw that one i saw the gnr allison chains it was so good and slash really good. man that guy never get he never ages crazy i'll have what he's he, having he does look the same as like late yeah. 80s early 90s looks yes. the same. yeah and still uh, sounds the same i mean you go slash slash he, I'll, I'll, he, I'll have what he's having but he crushes yeah, yeah. He's old these old timey concerts you know motley crew def leopard they're still going and oh, yeah. i i just I mean, I saw them back in the day, back in the heyday. Yeah. yeah. I remember watching Tommy Lee's drum set do the the flip. Oh, you saw that? The rotating saw drums. That one. Oh, yes. nice. My first metal, metal, hard rock concert was Metallica, and I hurt my neck because I was, you know, headbanging. And I'm, oh, wow, is this Whiplash? Whiplash, huh? Um, we were like back row Maple Leaf Gardens. And again, totally in. I'm all in. The longer the hair, the better the music. <laughs> Yeah, totally right. You're probably not far off. Uh, all right, I'm going to wrap it up. A couple more questions, and, uh, and I'll let you go. Uh, this isn't a question. It's more of a tell us a story. I want to I want to hear a near death story where you could have died. Ooh, wow! I can't. I'm sure, I got lots of them. I probably think do, yeah. recklessly driving when I was a kid. Oh um, yeah. You know, there was, I used to drive from Barrie to Woodbridge in Ontario Mm. and I had a idiot boyfriend up in that area and I, you know, missed my curfew. So the 45 ish minute drive, I made it in 
really, really no time. And I was really proud of the speed on the speedometer. And now looking back, I'm going, why are you a psychopath? What was wrong with you? Someone was looking out for you because if I would have just flinched on that steering wheel, something would have gone wrong. So that was my moment of, okay, I'm not going to do that ever again. So that was my one and done of exceeding the speed limit. I'm not going to tell you what I was going, but it was just obnoxious. It was, you know, midnight, one o'clock. So there weren't a lot of cars on the road, but right. there were started with the two close, <laughs> close. not, not proud of it. So I'm not, I'm not no. saying this to brag. I'm saying no. that as a, I was an idiot and something, someone was protecting me and everyone else on the road. And I will not do that again. So yeah. I think that was probably it. Any other near death, I mean, I, I had a car accident, but I walked away. Um, I wasn't driving. and But to have a near death, I, I don't know it. So got someone looking out for me. <laughs> Fingers crossed it doesn't happen. No, no. Not, not many people. Like, honestly, I probably have asked uh, 500, 600 people in the last 10 years that question. And like 90% of people are like, oh, dude, this, 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 like... Yeah. People just are like brushes with death. Like, I think if you can get out of that 18, 19, 20 years old, you should be okay. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And I was about 19. I was like 19, yeah. 20, you know, stupid. Yeah. I was stupid. Yeah. And yeah. I still kind of think about that when I when I drive home from Abbotsford and I've got a little bit of a lead foot and I look and I'm not even anywhere near that. And I just yeah. go, okay, you know what? What am I doing? Go yeah. in the slow lane, put on the music, crank on the crank the crew and <laughs> drive we drive the speed limit because really the crew and, the, and, and and just mail them the speeding ticket like wild yeah. side gave me this boys you want to pay that no, for i don't speed anymore man i just can't i mean i don't always obey the speed limit but i don't go obnoxious like that and i don't ever want to hurt anybody else yeah uh, i don't want to i don't i don't want to hurt myself but i really don't want to hurt anybody else but yeah, yeah. so now i've i've matured so I just uh, crank the crew and go a reasonable speed limit and I get home when I get home. And when I go to Abbotsford, I make sure I leave myself lots of time because you never know what the weather is going to be like, what the traffic situation is going to be like. And if I get to Abbotsford early, oh no, I'll have a coffee or I'll go into the arena early. No big deal. Rather be early than dead. Yeah. Well said. All right. Last one could be the toughest. Maybe it's your easiest. Uh, can you pick one career highlight? Just one. I'd say maybe Canucks PA, you know, that, that Calgary Vancouver game that I did the very first one being the first woman in Canada to PA a full NHL game being the first for the Canucks, well Canucks in Canada, but mm -hmm. the second in NHL and what that meant and what that means. Uh, I was talking to a, a friend of mine and he brought his daughter to the game and he knew I was doing the game. He brought That's his daughter to the game and he didn't say anything. She's like eight, 10 years old. And then she was like, daddy, is that a girl? He goes, mm-hmm. She goes, is that why you love the Canucks? And he, uh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, she, she, sure, sure. This is what we're going with. But um, things like that. No, oh gosh, then there's OT with Caroline, Lindsay and Lena. We had a show on Sportsnet 650, the first all female sports talk panel. And we had dads calling in and texting us all the time saying, I'm, I'm listening with my daughters. This is really cool. Thank you. 
And then the three of us would just look at each other and go, well, crap, this is bigger than us now, isn't it? Jeez, no pressure. Because when I was eight years old, I didn't hear a woman on a PA system. <laughs> and it wasn't a dream come true. I didn't dream it. I didn't know I could do it. So I would probably think, you know, a tie for those. But I mean, doing that first PA Canucks game, man, and all the anxiety and all the uh, sickness that came with it and all the nerves, man, it means a lot. And I'm still doing it for Abbotsford. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you for taking some time and uh, carving a little bit of space for us here in, uh, in East Van. You're easy to find online. Mm -hmm. um, is it Frolic? Frolic. Frolic. So it's yeah. Frolic on Instagram mm -hmm. and Caroline Frolic on Twitter. Yeah. I don't Twitter a lot. Tweet. Twat. More, you're more, I don't do a lot <laughs> don't of that. A lot. You're, you're more of a, an Instagram girl. I'm more of an Instagram girl. I mean, I yeah. think Twitter is just so unbelievably toxic and stupid. It's really bad since Elon about. took over. It's really bad. I mean, it wasn't exactly a shining example of humanity before. No, uh, but it's bad I now. I try and go on it and I mean, I'll like stuff and I'll retweet things, but I don't care. I'd rather be on Instagram. It just seems safer and I'm by no means don't need to be tiptoed around, but it's just why, why ingest toxic negativity if I don't have to. So yeah, yeah. yeah Caroline yeah. Frolic on the Twitter. If you want to see me retweet, woo, uh, it's Frolic. And then of course, Mrs. Galaxy Canada. Perfect. Thank you again for doing this, and uh, we will see you online. Thanks again. Follow along on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Find us at Toddcast Podcast. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.